What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You are now tuned in to the God Goals and Girl Talk podcast, where we discuss living for the kingdom of God while living in the culture. I'm your host, Sharla Walker. I'm a pediatric nurse practitioner, wife, daughter, sister, auntie, and friend. And I am on the journey of producing and fulfilling every purpose that God saw for me before the beginning of time. And I want you on this journey with me. Each week, we are going to discuss how to apply God's word to our everyday lives. Get ready for some word, some gems, and a few laughs along the way. Now let's start the show. Welcome to another episode of the God Goals and Girl Talk podcast, where we discuss life, love, and the pursuit of Christ. I am so excited about this episode. Today's episode is dedicated to everyone who is having trouble focusing. Many of us have been in this place of like transition, um, whether we're starting new jobs, moving, expanding our families, um, starting or finishing school, leaving our job to pursue entrepreneurship. We can all agree that, you know, our focus is necessary. And we live in a society that really glorifies our ability to multitask, right? But we often find ourselves giving divided attention to something or to someone versus our undivided attention. And over the last several weeks as I was finishing up school and kind of navigating this transition in my life, God gave me a very sweet reminder to focus. So I was seeing my last patient for the morning, this very cute, sweet two-month-old baby. And I was talking to her mom and I noticed the mom's shirt in big letters, it said focus. And underneath it, it said Philippians 3.13. Now I was in the middle of a fast. And this mama did not know I was in the middle of a fast. I had really just been praying and asking God to just um, help me navigate this time period, right? And so I go in to see my last patient for the morning, and he tells me, focus, big words, Philippians 3.13. So we finish our visit, and on my lunch break, 
um, God had me read Philippians 3. Now, I read the whole chapter, but the passage that we're talking about today is Philippians 3, 12 through 14. Um, and in this passage, Paul is speaking to the church at Philippi about keeping Jesus as the goal and understanding and appreciating the relationship or our relationship um, with God through Christ, right? And so I'm going to read from the passage, the Passion Translation. And the passage reads, it says, I admit that I haven't yet acquired the absolute fullness that I am pursuing, but I run with passion into his abundance so that I may reach the purpose for which Christ Jesus laid hold for me to make me his own. I don't depend on my own strength to accomplish this. However, I do have one compelling focus. I forget all of the past as I fasten my heart to the future instead. I run straight for the divine invitation of reaching the heavenly goal and gaining the victory prize through the anointing of Jesus. And that's Philippians 3, 12 through 14 in the Passion Translation. There are so many good things, like, like there's so much goodness in this passage, okay? The fact that Paul's like, look, I'm on my way, but I ain't made it, okay? Like the fact that he says, um that he's going to run into God's abundance, right? That it's not in our own strength that we're able to accomplish these things. Um, just, you know, forgetting your past and not being pigeonholed to that. I'm getting a little bit ahead of myself, but like this passage all by itself is a whole word, okay? Um, and at the time I was definitely feeling overwhelmed um, and all over the place because I'm like, Graduation is closing in. We are launching a new um, business venture. I'm trying to navigate what my next career steps are going to be, um, what our next family steps are going to be. And I was just really grateful for this gentle reminder by the Holy Spirit and by God to just stay focused on the task at hand. And so I went into prayer on my lunch break and God gave me some really important aspects or steps. Um, and I wanted to share those steps with you today for anybody else who is having trouble focusing, okay? So y'all know we're going to start with a definition. Um, so focus has a few definitions, but there are two in particular that really stood out to me. The first is to concentrate attention or effort. And the second is a state or condition permitting clear perception or understanding. And in today's culture, like I said, we really glorify this ability to multitask, to do it all, um, to have it all, right? And for some reason, there's like this crazy badge of honor that I feel like we get for successfully giving everything and everyone a piece of our attention, right? And then we're left wondering why we feel burnt out and overwhelmed. And Holy Spirit really showed me it's because our focus is off. You're sitting out here dividing yourself up into these thin slivers, and then you want to know why you feel broken. And it's because we're not giving anything our undivided attention, but we're divided. We're divided, okay, 5% over here, 10% over here. And if our focus is off, then we're going to feel overwhelmed. You really have to understand that you are only one whole person. So when you are multitasking and you're giving your piece, you're only giving pieces of yourself to whatever you're completing, right? So if I am um, doing five things at once, 
okay? Or four things at once, because I'm about to make this math easy, okay? Um, I'm only giving 25% of myself to each of these things. Um, and even like recent um, research and medical studies have shown that multitasking negatively impacts um, your brain. It impacts, um, it gives like decreased cognitive control, um, increased risk for depression and anxiety, and it has negative impacts on your social well-being, and it's been linked to poor academic performance. And in the spirit, our attempts to multitask often leaves us feeling frustrated and out of alignment with God's will for our life. We're too busy thinking about um, multiple things our discernment is impacted, right? There's so much noise that we may miss that um, that small, still voice um, of God that we read about in 1 Kings 19.12. Um, last year, I did an episode called Distracted by the Details that really focused on and discussed being busy, right? Being busy like Martha, where we all have these Martha moments where we'd be blowing up because we're overwhelmed. Um, and at the end of the day, we have to really understand um, as I heard a friend say, that if you're a jack or a deal of all trades, then you're a master at none. If you're trying to do 50 million 11 things, you're really mastering none of it. And so we have to get to a place where our focus is on point and we're not just presenting or um, giving pieces of ourselves to those that we love, to careers, right? Like We have to make sure that we're really able to focus in on what God has called us to do. Hey sis, are you enjoying this week's show? I pray that you are. Make sure that you connect with us and you keep the conversation going. Follow us over on Instagram at God Goals and Girl Talk. Make sure that you subscribe to the show, you rate the podcast, and you leave us a review. And don't forget to share the show with your friends, your coworkers, your mama and them, all the people. Okay? Okay. Now let's get back to the show. So in my study, God revealed to me the top three reasons that we struggle with focus. And they are that we've taken our eyes off of God. We are not in constant communication with God and we're not fully committing. And there's too much noise, so we can't hear from God. So the first, let's talk about our eyes being off of God. And so like I said, I really love this passage because Paul discusses his lack of perfection. Right. He understands just like us that we're not perfect and that perfection is not a requirement of us. Right. Um, Paul understood that Jesus Christ and our association and relationship with him is where our help comes from. Right. He's the hills from which our help come. And so um, Paul was no longer even focusing on his mistakes of his past, but looking forward to the plans and the calling that God had for his life, okay? Paul was out here murdering Christians, okay? Murdering Christians. And had he um, had that encounter with God on the road to Damascus and said, you know what, God, you can't use me um, because I'd be out here killing Christians. Did you see what I did? Did you see what happened to Stephen when we stoned him to death? I can't do what you're calling me to do. If he would have been focusing on that and not focusing on God, he would have it would have inhibited his plans, right? It would have inhibited um, God's plans. And in the same sense, too many of us are off focus because when God shows us the plans that he has for us, we're too busy looking at what we did previously and we're trying to disqualify ourselves to God. And we don't look at it like that. Sometimes we look at it as like this, like, oh, I'm so unworthy, bro. We're all unworthy. Get up, dust your, like, dust your clothes off, child, and let's get to work. Um, and so it's important 
that we understand that our focus has to be on God and not even just on the sins and the transgressions that we've committed against him. Psalms 103 tells us that God forgives us and removes our transgressions as far from us as the East is from the West. And so we've talked about this in a previous episode on um, how to understand who God is, but please understand that your inability to forgive yourself and keeping your eyes on your past is taking your eyes off of God and keeping you from focusing and achieving the purpose that God specifically made for you. Okay. If we are unable to focus, um, it is really because we've taken our eyes off of God and we've placed prioritization elsewhere in our lives. So if your priority is your past, then maybe that's where you're going to be stuck at. You're not going to be able to focus or see the future. So you have to know that you can be doing, um, you know, something, even if it's not something like being focused on your past, even if you're doing a good thing, right? If it does not equate to a God thing, Okay, hear me when I say that you can be doing something good and it could not be a God thing. Um, Case in point, I had joined an organization last year called the Junior League of Tampa, and they do really great work um, within the city. And I was encouraged um, by someone to apply for mentorship or membership, not mentorship. They had a mentoring program, but um, to apply and to join, especially because I was trying to get more involved with um, the county that I live in and, you know, et cetera, et cetera. And the person who told me that was not God, but I went for it because it sounded like a good idea, right? And so I took, um, you know, my time and my effort and my energy, and I poured into this organization. I, you know, I served in different capacities, even virtually, and I enjoyed doing the serving. But in my time there, I would often really feel overwhelmed by, um, the requirements, and I would feel really disconnected from the organization. And I took my feelings to God, and he revealed to me that although it wasn't a bad thing that I was doing, right, serving other people, that's what we're called to do in Christ, like we serve, hello, all right, Um, but that wasn't a bad thing, but I needed to end my pursuit of membership with the organization because I had lost focus, and I rerouted myself somewhere where God had not ordained me to be. So that's why I was feeling overwhelmed. That's why I was feeling disconnected from the organization is because I didn't have no business being there. Right. And so, you know, I was like, okay, well, I can build a relationship within the community and I have my nonprofit that I'm trying to start. And so this would be a great way for me to see how a nonprofit works. And I had all of these good reasons, but they were not God reasons. And so that's another way that we can be thrown off of our focus where we're not focusing on God, but we're focusing and making the prioritization, our own ambitions, um, success, um, whatever it may be, even if it's not a bad thing. If your focus is not God, then your focus is off. Okay. And if you're really having a hard time focusing, um, make sure that you're seeking first the kingdom of God, right? And that you're not putting your own futile attempts to position yourself, um, chasing after ambition, networking, or anything else. You need to make sure that you're really seeking God's kingdom first. Okay, that's what matters. So none of this, none of this other stuff matters if you miss God. Okay, and in the meantime, or you lose your soul, or you're somewhere you have no business being because you're off focus. So the first thing is making sure that um, the first reason that we are not focusing is because we're taking our eyes off of God. The second is that we're not in constant communication with God, and we're not fully committing. 
So if you are having issues with focusing, you need to check your prayer life. Okay, this is not to say that you don't pray at all, but you need to ensure that your communication with God is authentic. And it's not done out of a religious practice that you're really giving um, and taking the measures to have a real conversation with God, right? Like leaving time for um, you to sit before God and receive revelation via the Holy Spirit, right? So if you can imagine going to somebody, a friend calling you with their problems, and they call you with the same problems every day, and they talk, 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 okay, bye, click. You don't even get to say nothing. <laughs> and they call you again the next day talking about the same problems. Talk, 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 talk. Okay, bye. Click. <laughs> that is how a lot of our prayer lives look with God. I'm grateful that um, through reading this book called Fervent by Priscilla Shire, I've been able to really grow my prayer life. Um, there's a couple of other resources that I've utilized to help grow my prayer life, but most importantly, just my desire to have a more real, authentic relationship with God has grown my prayer life to where I can say, God, I'm frustrated with this. I'm tired. I feel overwhelmed. I feel like I can't focus. Can you show me what am I doing? What needs to be moved? What needs to, um, what, what things in my life do I not need to be attached to, right? So you need to make sure that you are really not only sitting and praying with God or praying to God, but you're having a real conversation with him and you're you're leaving time for Holy Spirit to give you revelation. So that way um, you're able to include God in every decision that you make in every part of your day. Right? The Bible tells us to pray without ceasing in 1 Thessalonians 5.17 and to trust in the Lord with all of our hearts and to lean not to our own understanding and all of our ways to acknowledge him and he'll direct our path. That's Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. So our inability to focus is often a direct reflection of our prayer life. Okay. Proverbs 16 and 3 tells us that we have to commit our work to the Lord and then our plans will be established. Okay, so this is that commitment piece that we have to be in constant communication and we have to commit. A lot of us are in communication, but then we aren't committing our work to the Lord and then our plans will be established. God will give us a word and then we commit to doing it our way. And then we wonder why we're, we're losing focus, why we're overwhelmed. And it's because we have to commit our work to the Lord and then our plans will be established. So it's okay to prioritize. It's okay to have a planner. You want to be a good steward of your time. But before you start your day, you have to communicate with God and ask him to give you your priority or better yet, to give you your focus for the day. This episode of the God Goals and Girl Talk podcast is brought to you by the Producer Society. The Producer Society is an online membership group for women looking to draw closer to God, to develop godly community, and to produce everything that God has called her to. Members of the Producer Society receive early access to the God Goals and Girl Talk podcast episodes, monthly Bible studies, exclusive online events, and so much more. If you are ready to get connected with other women who are chasing after God, and wanting to produce his purpose in their lives, then this community is for you. Visit www.producersociety.com to start your free 30-day trial today. Now let's get back to the show.
This episode of the God Goals and Girl Talk podcast is brought to you by the Check God's Resume Journal. Are you struggling with your waiting season? Do you feel like God has forgotten about you? Sis, it's time for you to check God's resume. This dynamic journal will walk you through building God's resume in your own life. Take the time to recall the goodness and the miracles that he's performed in your lifetime. The journal has journaling prompts, a place for sermon notes, and so much more. This is a great tool just to remind you of God's goodness in your life and an even better tool to be passed down to your children's children as they'll be able to recount your experiences with God. So get ready to recall all of the miracles that God has performed for you. I promise you when you check his resume he is undefeated click the link in the show notes to get your copy today now let's get back to the show something that I really recently started working on and I'm getting better at with um you know and I'm finding that my days are so much more fulfilled right um although you know I have priorities with work life business um, and previously, even with school, my first priority is always my relationship with God. So I would have my planner out and say, okay, God, here's what's on the agenda for today. Is there anything that needs to be changed? Is there anything that I'm forgetting? What would you have me to do today? How should I tackle um, these things that have deadlines? In what order should I prioritize my focus? Right. So it's really, really important that you are um, allowing the Holy Spirit and you're allowing God to have his way with your day. Um, as my great aunt said, ask God to regulate your plate. Right. There have been so many times where the Holy Spirit has brought something to my remembrance that I completely forgot about but was a necessary priority. Right. There was even a period of time in my last semester of school where God told me not to do nothing for three days outside of work, my eight to five job. I was like, excuse me, sir. You do know that this is my last semester of school, pero, and I'm trying to finish school. You know, we got this business venture. You know, I have all of these things, but I'm going to be obedient. <laughs> sir, you know, OK, I'm just making sure that you know. But I know that I have deadlines and things that I have, you know, commitments. And so when I tell y'all that I received so much peace and revelation on those three days, like it was amazing. Um, even, you know, with being worried about having a new business partner that partner that I'm working on a venture with to then get her up and be like, girl, God told me that I am not working for the next three days. So come Monday, I'm out of commission. Right. And for her to encourage that, like. I am telling you that when you give God your yes, when you are obedient, when you commit your actions to him, everything else will fall into place. God even gave me the opportunity to plan and prepare beforehand for my obedience. So he told me this on like a Thursday and he was like, come Monday, the first three days of the week belong to me. Oh, okay, cool, cool, cool. But over the next couple of days, um, because he knew that I was planning and preparing to be obedient. I was doing things in preparation to obey the word that he gave me to go into the secret place with him. My schedule was cleared and everything got done. Like by Saturday, I was done with all the things that I would have had to do between Monday and Wednesday of the week, the next week. And it's just so telling that when you allow God to have 
his way with your schedule, when you commit your work to God, then all of the plans will be established. That I never miss anything, that there's never, God covers you in those seasons. And it just was so beautiful. And I came out with so much revelation insight. I had this, this second burst of energy to get through the rest of my semester. And what I've really, really learned is that God is not trying to keep anything from us, right? Like that is the lie that I know that the enemy tells us because he told it to Eve. God just doesn't want you to know that that's a lie. That is a lie from the pit of hell. God wants you to be in constant communication with you. He's not trying to keep anything from you. He sent his son to die for us so we could have life and have it more abundantly. So what kind of sense would it make for him to keep things from us? None. So if we feel like we're not focused and we feel overwhelmed, um, then we have to really assess our communication with God. Okay, because Eve fell for the trick. And where did that get her? In us. Okay, y'all know where it got us in her. Um, so it really is important that you don't believe the lie that, oh, God's not going to, you know, I have to figure this out because God's not going to give it to you. That is a lie from the pits of hell. The devil wants to distract you and he wants to keep you out of focus because once you are focused and you are in alignment and you are strategic, you are then dangerous to him. Okay, so don't be um, dismayed. Don't be worried when you feel like you start doing this stuff and you're putting things into practice and then you feel like all hell breaks loose. That is because you are on the right path. That is because now the enemy knows that you mean business. And so now he's going to try to start sending attacks your way. So do not um, don't be shaken by that. Don't waver, right? Don't be double-minded because we know that the Bible tells us that double-minded man can expect nothing from God. So it's really important that you assess your communication and your commitment of your actions to God. And I guarantee you, God will give you the next steps if you are feeling unfocused. And then lastly, if you're feeling unfocused, there is a high likelihood that there's too much noise and outside interference. Okay, like I think in football, there's a thing like interference, outside interference is a problem. Okay, Um, there are a lot of times when we are on social media and, you know, looking at friends and influencers and and, you know, listening to all the latest and greatest pastors. And we fail to sit before God silently to receive the plan that he had for us. Right. And y'all know this is not to say I highly, highly recommend having wise counsel. We talked about the importance of mentorship, et cetera, et cetera. But when you go to people um, for quote unquote advice, what you what you bring to them or what they say to you just should just be confirmatory of what God said to you in your quiet time. What they say to you should only confirm what God said to you in your quiet time. You should not be going to them to get answers, if that makes sense. So we need to make sure that we are really sitting before God on our own and not getting a watered down revelation from somebody else, a watered down word that God gave to somebody else that we're seeking God for ourselves. Amen. So this really, really also ties into our communication with God as well. Some of us need to not sign up for not another workshop, boot camp, class, course, um, none of that. Okay. Some of us need to get up off of all of these 
um, Instagram sites and buying the latest and greatest thing. And, oh, this is the plan where you're going to earn a million dollars in two weeks. Like, child, stop. Okay, we need, we got some deleting that we need to do. Some of these Instagram influencers, you're more influenced by people on Instagram than you are God. That's a problem. There's too much noise. And then you wonder why you're feeling overwhelmed and why you're feeling unfocused. God has a divine strategy for you. It is not going to make sense to everyone and it does not have to. It is very critical that you are checking the sources of distraction and you're checking the the sources of noise. As much as you may, you know, love other people, just know that we don't need 8 million confirmations to do what God said. When God told me to start a podcast, baby, I started a podcast. I did not talk to 85 million bajillion people about it. I said something to my husband, like God said to start a podcast and said, well, I guess you need to be obedient. And that was the end of that. And I started. It wasn't that, um, you know, I needed the confirmation of my cousin, my auntie, my uncle, like none of that. that that's ridiculous. All God is asking for is our yes. And if you're having trouble focusing, you need to fast, you need to pray, and you need to sit before the Father. And I guarantee you that you will come out on the other side, focused, refreshed, and with just so much revelation on how to move forward. So let's recap again. If you are having trouble focusing, Adjust, readjust your focus back to God. Okay. Next, position yourself in constant communication with God and commit all of your actions to Him. That don't mean go make plans and then say, okay, God, bless these plans. No, commit your actions to Him. That means your plans will change. Okay. And then lastly, reduce the noise and the chatter in your life. And the best way to do this is to partner with the Holy Spirit in prayer and seek revelation on who to follow or unfollow on social media, um, who to discuss plans with, et cetera. My pastor gave a really great message um, on about us being stretched. And he said that those who you have to convince are the plans of God. That like the plans that God have given you, the people that you have to convince are really carnal minded and do not need to be on the journey with you. Okay, so if you have like, no, no, for real, God told me to do it. No, 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 no. If you are having to convince anybody, then they are carnal minded and they do not need to be on this journey with you. Okay, now that's a whole different message. So I'm gonna put a pin in that right there. But just know it's a word. That's a good way to understand who you need to be talking to, who not. If they're trying to discourage you from doing the things of God, if you got to write the whole thing out, no, 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 no. No, if you are convincing them, then it's very likely that they are carnal, carnal minded. Okay. Your grandmama can be carnal minded. Your mama, your auntie, your sister, your best friend from 50 million years can be carnal minded. And God may be calling you to prune them from that area of your life or to prune that relationship, period. So let's not be like, let's be clear. Okay. So I pray that you really take heed and you implement the strategy discussed here because the devil really is walking around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour and being unfocused and easily distracted leaves you vulnerable for attack. So get focused on the things that God has called you to do, girl. Get focused on God because that's where you're, that's how you're going to get the strategy to fulfill your purpose. Okay. Like somebody's freedom is attached to your focus and your obedience. You don't do it for yourself, girl. Do it for them, okay? Like, 
period. That's it. So that's it for this week's episode. Um, as I always say, continue to love God, love people, and love yourselves. And I'll talk to you guys next week. I pray you guys enjoyed this week's episode. Make sure you stay connected with us throughout the week by following us over on Instagram at God Goals and Girl Talk, hitting us up on Twitter at GGGT Podcast, and checking out our website, www.godgoalsandgirltalk.com. The website is lit. It has a free resource library, and you can search podcast episodes based on topics, all the things, okay? So until next week, continue to love God, love people, and love yourselves, and And we'll talk to you soon. Bye. Catch those springtime vibes all over Arizona. Break out of the winter blues by hitting the water at one of our lake and river parks. Take a hike among the wildflowers. Just make sure to stay on the trails and leave the flowers for the bees. Discover Arizona's best kept secret and visit azstateparks.com slash amazing to start your springtime adventure. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.